With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now serving F-27 at DMV window number 16. Okay, Rose, we're second in line. Perfect, Rose. You remembered the birth certificate? Yes, and we have our electric bill. Excellent. We'll be Real ID ready in no time. Real ID ready to visit our grandson, Ricky, at Fort Bragg. Then fly to New Orleans for Jazz Fest. Pardon me, are you talking to yourself? I'm sorry. I guess I am. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. So tonight on the LFC Day Trippers, I'm joined by Welsh wind-up wizard Dave Thomas and everyone's favourite tripper Andy Young. Uh, we'll talk about an entertaining but ultimately frustrating draw at White Hart Lane, the remainder of the transfer window, as well as a look over Robbie Keane's international career as he draws the curtain on the international stage with a final game against Oman after 145 games and an incredible 67 goals for the Republic of Ireland. We'll round it out with a little chat about the transfer window instead of the usual trippers chats. It's the Day Trippers. Okay, so lads, um, I suppose first up we'll have a chat about the Spurs game at the weekend. Uh, one all draw. Um, I suppose disappointing, yet if we thought about it, you'd probably take a one all draw at White Hart Lane. Um, but you kind of feel we've probably come away from that, leaving something behind. Um, Dave, what did you make of it? Yeah, I mean, I said before the game, I thought it'd be a really tough game. And uh, it was in a way. You know, I think that during the game, um, I felt like I was worried that if we didn't score before halftime that they'd come out because I think we weathered the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes that they had and they came out of the blocks really fast. Mm. Um, then we get the goal, probably should score a second, you know, and you think if Mane's goal goes in, I think that's a different game. We probably end up running out 3-0 winners. Um and then to concede, it just felt like it deflated everything because Coutinho had just gone off, Origi came on, like I think it was four minutes later, three yeah, minutes later, yeah, we very, score. Very soon, yeah. And it's, it just felt like the energy got sapped out of us as a result of that, um, which was really disappointing. So yeah, I mean, disappointed, you know, because I thought we were the better side, but in isolation, you know, any away draw in the Premier League is not a bad result, mm. particularly Tottenham who were 
what were they, third last season. Um, they didn't look great. So no. I think it'll probably be something we look at at the end of the season and say it was two points dropped because we were better than them. But lots, lots of positives to take away from it, though. Really, lots of positives. Okay. Andy, overall thought. We'll dig in a little bit deeper in a, in a few minutes. But overall yeah, I sub- thoughts? I suppose like, the disappointing part is that we spanked them the last six or seven times and we've done damage to them in White Hart Lane like, you know, quite regularly last last few years. And then to have the kind of chances and opportunities to deal with that again and really sort of fuck them off again, it just feels a bit disappointing. But when you step back and just looking at it rationally, it's a it's a draw away from home and it's not bad. Yeah, we take we take a win at the Emirates and a draw at Whitehead Lane yeah. every single year. Yeah, you know, for yeah. the rest of the time. It's I mean, the, yeah, yeah, it's the it's the Bournley result that just spoils it. Like a you know, win at the Emirates, a win against Bournley and a draw against Spurs. We're two points all, off. Yeah, the top. we're all we're all like we're dead both. happy. But yeah, yeah. when you look around the league and you, you see Man United that they've won three games now and Chelsea have won three games it feels like and City it feels like you're losing ground that you might need yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think it's the you know the, and that's what happens when you when you drop points that you shouldn't drop you put yourself under pressure to go and get results that are maybe you know all upside for you you know whereas if we'd won the first two games we'd all go into the Spurs game going it doesn't Really, yeah, we, we'll take a draw here. We mm. take a draw, yeah. or a narrow defeat wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but I think the the Burnley, uh, and then to get the draw after we played so well, uh, yeah, it feels like we we deserve more than four points out of what we've done so far. I suppose yeah. they're our peers, aren't yeah. they? You know, if we're looking at it logically this season, them and Arsenal are our peers. Yeah. It's probably them two and us fighting it out for fourth. Now, maybe yeah. maybe that won't be the case. Maybe, as is often the case, you know, a team looks great at the start of the season and then drops off. And that could happen to City, Chelsea or United, but it's unlikely. Yeah. Well, they've all got the new manager bounce, yeah. right? So, mm. like, you know, Mourinho, Guardiola, they were all, you know, plus the fixtures have been relatively kind to, they have. to all of them. So, of course, you you know, you can't draw any conclusions, but, I mean, City in particular look very, very strong. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think they'll win the league. The, the, the situation there is that it's not just the manager bounce. There's three squads filled yeah. with quality yeah. as well. I mean, they look immense. Yeah. It's not, know. and as well, it's just, when you look at the, I've seen most of their games as well, and they, it's just how good they look as a unit. Yeah. Uh, far better than we look as a unit, really. Yeah. You know, there's so right. many sort of weaknesses in our team that you'd have to assume we're going to finish behind them three teams yeah, but like you would have to hope that we yeah. can which finish which is kind out. of funny because we sort of all well I did anyway and I know a few others did had the opinion that well Cops got eight months on the others so you know he'll have his team with pre-season behind him yeah. he'll have his team looking exactly the way he wants them to the other managers have only had a few weeks especially Conte who came in after the Euros yeah. you're saying oh he'll only have had a few weeks but actually the three of them. Yeah. But both of them, you know, if you look at Chelsea and City, both of them won the league in the last three years. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what Plus, I mean? So yeah, they, they, they still got the players. They Plus, got title yeah. winners in the side. Yeah. Plus, ask any of those three teams to go away to to the Emirates and away to White Hart Lane in their first three exactly. games. Yeah. And maybe their results are, are different and, and we're looking at ourselves in a better light. And Man United yeah. City is going to be interesting next week. Yeah. You yeah. know, that will tell us a bit more than, than the, the previous game so far. Mm. Yeah. And I think Mourinho... You know, just to take a wider look at the league a little bit, you know, you Mourinho's just that's a typical Man United. They're a bit cocky now, right? He's brought that back to be fair to him. The swagger, and, yeah. 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 But he hasn't had the challenge yet, right? And that for me that's that team and that squad is is light, the United squad. Mm. Um so it'll be interesting to see what happens if they lose to City. 
you know, what happens to Mourinho? Do some of his bad characteristics begin to come back if he goes through a bad spell? You know, both Mourinho... Um, what Guardiola has never had the wheels come off the way yeah. Mourinho did at Chelsea. At Chelsea and, you know, Real Madrid yeah, as well, yeah, arguably. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. That, that's going to be interesting. So for me, City looked the best. Um, but United just have that cunt factor back, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and he, he but you know what they that. were probably 90 seconds away from a draw with Hull exactly and we're talking about them differently it's as all well, fine so. margins yeah. I mean you know as I said in the Liverpool game that Mane goal gets given yeah. or, or Coutinho scores yeah. his goal in the first Coutinho half Coutinho scores or Milner uh, yeah. puts the corner in one second earlier yeah. we get a penalty for the foul on mm. Matip you know before you know it it's all fine margins and I don't think Spurs can say that I don't think Spurs can look back at that game and go well, if this had gone our way, or if that had gone that way, yeah. we would have won the game. They're, they're crying about a penalty that wasn't given to them. But, you know, for me, I suppose we were, even even the goal they scored, yeah. we, were at, we were at fault ourselves. So yeah. in, in saying that, let's, let's segue into to talking about each of the, the players that, that yeah. started the game. So we, we'll start off with Mignolet, because he has taken a roasting. You know, it was, it was five shots on target, five goals <laughs> against us up until yeah. uh, the Spurs game. But to be fair to him, he made some good saves in that match. I thought he had a good game. Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting out of the match, I think, is, you know, where Mignolet really looks, he was fine. He did nothing wrong. But where you know the difference between the type of keeper I think Klopp wants and the type of keeper Mignolet is, is when you compare him to Vorm. Mm. You know, mm. and how good Vorm is with his feet, how proactive he is, how he basically is a defender. Yeah, I, I made the know. comment during the match that he was a better, he had a better challenge in him than any of our centre-halves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He yeah. was spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Twice, twice was was very impressive yeah. against Mane. Yeah. Whereas you know. Mignolet tends to stick on his line. Yeah. Now, he makes he made some very good saves. Yes, yeah, so he's a great, you know, he was back to making some good, yeah. stopping some good shots. Look, he's but. the best backup goalkeeper in the league. Yeah, he is. Well, well, maybe not, apart from form. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know he's like so. Um, he, he's solid. It was a, it was a proper seven eight out of ten performance. Yeah. Wasn't spectacular. Even the goal itself, he yeah. did the right thing. He came out. He closed <clears throat> the angle. You know, in, in a sense, I think I genuinely believe Danny Rose just hit that. I think he uh, mishit it as well. Yeah, like I think it, he it, scuffed it. It, yeah. it, it. It's off the edge of his boot and into the left hand corner. But yeah, like, he's just taking a swing at that. Yeah, you he's see, just, you see a lot of people who want to just bat, uh, bat their mig all the time, saying he was beating on his near post. Yeah. But like, come you know, on. Like, he's a player is one-on-one with yeah. the goalkeeper and he's just put his foot through it. Yeah. Like, you can't be expected to save every every no. chance that goes into your near post. No. No, if the, you don't score there, it's a bad yeah. miss, like yeah. Coutinho. Yeah. I mean, that's, that would be my, my thoughts well, on it. Yeah, in a sense, but for a left-back, I suppose you're giving him the, the grace. You're saying if he misses there, he's a left full. Yeah. You know, it, mm. Coutinho should be scoring it. A centre-forward should be mm. scoring Should be scoring. Um, for me, Miggs, he comes out, he makes himself big, he spreads himself. Okay, the fella sticks it to the side of him. Mm. It is what it is. Yeah. You, know you get I mean? the ball close to your body. There's very little you yeah. can do. You can only yeah. be, you can only make yourself big enough. And I actually I fancied him to save it the way he came out. Yeah, he didn't like come out too early. He no. came yeah. out. He did the, the right, right thing time, in my mind. And he got down. And look, the fella scored. Like Jesus. Yeah. Like I can give Mig shit all the time if he's dropping do. balls and yeah. he's and he's and he's doing things and he's not saving shots he should. But let's not go on about it. When he's not making big mistakes, yeah. it, it's the it's the goals on Sunday mentality. Do you ever watch goals on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, I don't so, anymore. So but. basically, let's look at the goals means let's look at who we can blame for the goals. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. sometimes goals yeah. get scored. Yeah, yeah, for some reason, yeah. we've gone into this thing now where wherever we can see the goal, we've got to go and find the person yeah. well, that caused it. Well, let's you know? look yeah, at it. Like, like, 
the reason we like football is because there is variables. There is yeah. hum, the human factor. Yeah, it's not always and a massive catastrophic mistake. It's yeah. it's a player who's. If anything, the goal probably comes from James Milner making a mistake. And, and you know, if if Moreno does, I actually I'm, think Moreno, if he if he does that, he's getting slapped. That's what that's what I was just about to say. Twitter is is um, is Milner had a great game. At left foot. Well, he had a solid game right he, up he until did. the point where he gets caught in two minds there. Now, leaves you're talking Eric about, Dyer. Yeah, you're talking about Moreno, or not you personally, yeah. but if you're talking about a player opposition like Moreno in the Arsenal goal where he flies forward when he's actually trying to get involved in the counter attack yeah. and people are saying he's out of position. That's not out of position per se. Being out of position is when, the, when a player gets in behind you yeah. and he's so far away if you're 30 recover. yards away from left full yeah, like you're not you out of position you've just yeah, gone into a new position. If you leave that position. player onside in so much space to knock a ball over the top that you can't get under it and head it away or you can't gonna get around and stand in front of him. Yeah. Well then you're fucking out of position. Like, yeah. there's, there's absolutely no argument to suggest that he wasn't out of position there. But you give him the little bit of benefit though because he's not a left full and he's being expected by Klopp to play there as the fourth choice yeah. left full. But any, but any it was still goal, a mistake, and that's where that's where it's stemmed from. Yeah, yeah. and then, but any goal you concede is a mix of good things that the attacking team has done, and which, bad, which is either caused you to do bad things or you've done bad things. Yeah, right? like so you can, you can say uh, Lalana doesn't track or Mane. Uh, I think it's Mane. Yeah. Is it Mane that doesn't track Lamella's run? Oh no, it's Lalana. It's Lalana that doesn't track. And Mane doesn't so Klein, track. Yeah. So Klein has to come in, yeah. you know, and then Lalana and Klein go up for the same ball. And as it turns out, um, Lamella does quite well to get a touch on it. Yeah. And it leaves Danny yeah. Rose in space. So listen, we have to stop over-analyzing absolutely everything. It's a decent goal by Spurs. If we score that goal, we don't sit here for 10 minutes and look at what Spurs did wrong. We mm. just say... We'd be talking about Klein's cross. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? It's an absolutely smashing ball. I yeah, think it man. is from Lamella to Eric Dyer, yeah. is it, that starts it off. Yeah. And then he gets his arse... Like, he, he plays uh, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dyer yeah, I think plays Lamella, the ball across. Yeah, I think Lamella, Lamella flicks plays the ball back on. Yeah, but Lamella plays that ball to Dyer. Yeah, and then yeah, gets yeah. his gets arse into it. the box yeah. and gets onto it to Danny Rose. Yeah. So, you know, okay. So, so sorry, we're we're kind of getting away. So we're we're agreeing that Miggs had a decent game. He was yeah, unfortunate yeah. with the goal, mm. and and that's that. So we, we've we've spoken about Milner. I think Milner was solid, wasn't he? You know, he yeah. had a solid game. Um, uh, if a player if a player is playing out position as he is, that's a good game. Yeah. Against a, de- yeah. er, against a good side. Yeah, good, good side that come, come down and attack you. Absolutely. We saw Matip and Lovren at centre-half. Yeah. And, and I have to say, personally, I, I really liked the two of them as a partnership. Mm. Um, the only thing I saw Lovren, in my mind, think, oh, for Christ's sake, was when he got um, shrugged off the ball Boy by Kane, Harry yeah. Kane in the first half. Mm. I saw people come out and say that he had an absolute shocker. No, oh yeah, what well, he no, fell over. Yeah. That negates anything else he did, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not know the rules of Twitter? <laughs> right? Yeah. If Dejan Lovren falls over, <laughs> anything else he yeah. does is irrelevant. Yeah. He gets it's, a zero out of ten. Yeah. That's it. It's and back to um Lovren when he's out of his comfort zone. Yeah. So he's a great defender when he's in between his eighteen and he's just dealing with stuff as you do for throughout the game. But when he's kind of caught isolated like that with it with a with an attacker and he starts to get a little bit nervous. That's when we see bad lovering. That's when we see lovering when he gets pulled out wide. That's when bad lovering happens. Bad lovering. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but <laughs> on, leaving yeah. that aside, he had a decent game. He got man of the match. I didn't think he deserved man of the no, match. Well, he, no, he probably But what he is... Because nobody really stood out as such. But I think like one of the defenders, him or Matthew, probably... You know, we're but what I like it. about both of them, and we have been lambasting Skirtle for years about this, right, is... Yeah. 
he is proactive, yes. right? So he tries. How many times did he win the ball that was getting played into Kane by yes. stepping in front of him? Yeah. Right. So every now and again. That, and I'm going to say this now, every now and again, that is going to make him a Matip look stupid, yes, right? Yeah. Because they're going to miss. Yes. But I, w- I think they have been instructed to be proactive and try to win the ball. Yeah. And both of them tried to do it every yeah. single time. Mm. Press high, uh, you know, keep and the line high. He got 15 yards yeah. out of defence. He, he was nearly up with his centre mids, pressing the centre forward. Yeah. Because, and followed him and followed him and somebody else and if we sp- And if, if you, like me and us, have spent the last three years complaining about Skirtle, then you've got to give these guys credit for saying, actually, we're moving the defensive line forward. The fact that we didn't have a proper defensive midfield player probably made their job a little harder yeah. as well. Um, so I actually thought both centre-halves did really well. Yeah, no, I, I was I was very happy with them. And we as a fan base probably have to accept we're not going to be a team that concedes 15 to 20 goals a season. It's just mm-hmm. not going to be what we do. No, no. Uh, you know, it's not going to be quite Kevin Keegan level. He doesn't play that type of game. No, yeah. Never he did. doesn't want to play yeah. that type yeah. of game. You know, he says that himself. He yeah. wants you to leave the game going, I can't wait for the next game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that is not 1-0 to the Arsenal. You, you know, nobody wants mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You, know? he, yeah, you can't have everything. And, and as somebody tweeted there today, people, uh, you know, were calling for Klopp. And now... Klopp is here and they want to change Klopp well you said it yourself a couple of weeks ago on Twitter you, you, you said Andy um, people like that have asked for Klopp to come in and then when there's something that they don't like about him then the, you know they expect Klopp to do what they want yeah, rather than yeah. what he wants you know he's yeah. a, a world class manager and I, and like, I don't know I, I didn't follow his career I just watched Dortmund some, you know, on, on occasions and they were brilliant and they were great to watch but I didn't I wasn't um, Watching what was happening there in his first two seasons with players going and players coming, but it's the same stuff. Like I mean, apparently this all went on at Dortmund to lots of players leaving, yeah. thinned out the squad, like lots of players coming in. So why 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 do we expect that he he's had six months in the job and all of a sudden that he's going to have this big solid unit that's not going to concede well, goals? And but do, score do you remember when right? This. There's so many parallels with Benitez here, right? Benitez arrived as a double winning, a league double league winning manager, right? Yeah. Also won a European trophy. Okay, Klopp got to a final. And do you remember in his first few seasons how criticised Benitez got for doing things that people thought were the wrong things to do? Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, Dirk out. Yeah. Dirk out in the right wing, right? That's- Steven Gerrard on the right wing. Yeah. How yeah. many times do people say? Oh, you've got to play Steven Gerrard in his natural. Two defensive midfield players at home. People were complaining that Alonso was a defence, but he wasn't. Was a defensive midfield player. Um, Zonal marking, squad squad rotation. You know, Andy Gray every game used to say, "Oh, sixty-five minutes." There's Benitez his first sub, as if it was a bad thing that Benitez had planned this in ahead. So what we're finding is that we want the success that our top pedigree manager brings, but we're impatient and we're not willing to just have an element of faith then yeah. not blind faith because he's yeah. won the league twice well, but I was I was accused of blind faith for my uh, for my comments in, uh, that, that we did there with uh, but blind faith is, is something for which there well, is no evidence say? I think I, I think I can't remember verbatim but I basically just said if you wanted Klopp let him do the job you Look, know what I mean? Just bl- sit back bl- and fucking let him do yeah. the job. A lot of blind faith is something for which there is no evidence. There yeah. is substantial evidence <coughs> that Jurgen Klopp is a fucking great football manager. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like uh, I, I said, this it's a six-year deal he's just signed. Yeah. To him, it's not the be-all and end-all. 
for him to win the league this season. No. It's just not. It is for us. Well, it's not for me, but it is for some fans because they think mm. we should be winning the league every yeah, single year. A big achievement for him this year is to finish fourth. Yeah. yeah. Like, third will be a, a massive And people will challenge. be outraged by us yeah. saying this now. Yeah. Some people listening to this will be absolutely outraged saying, that's absolute bullshit. Why did we no. get him in in the first place? Why did we get Rodgers no. if, if just hitting fourth? The, because it's being able to... Rodgers never looked like being able to take that step. Yeah. To, to actually get us into that. As much as, you know, I don't want to piss on anyone's chips, we're in a league that is, you know, legally financially doped. The chances of us winning the league any season with any manager under this financial structure are minute, right? Yeah. Absolutely minute. So for people to be saying that if Klopp doesn't win the league, that is in some way not a good performance or whatever is madness because they're not living in the real world. Mm. Of course we all like have this wish, this optimistic view that maybe if things ran for us and maybe if and he has a reputation for getting more out of the team than mm. other managers have and all this kind of stuff, which is absolutely true. But his first three years at Dortmund, he did, he did you know, it was gradual improvement. Yeah. Mm. Gradual improvement. It's like trying to run or trying to cycle the Tour de France clean. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's what we're ultimately. That's what we're doing. We yeah. Klopp is a clean Klopp. rider in the Tour de France yeah. with Armstrong still there. That's yeah. exactly yeah. where yeah. he is. Yeah, like it, it, a, a bad achievement or a bad like performance for Klopp over six years or how long he stays at Liverpool won't be not winning the league or not getting into the Champions League every year. It'll be if he continues to get Liverpool fifty eight points a season, like Kenny yeah. in his last season, or or Rogers in his, the two seasons outside the other the goal, yeah, or you know we'll be out of Hutchinson and you know these kind of uh, points per game ratio. Yeah. If he can improve our points per game ratio by 10 points, 15 points a season, then it's a massive improvement. Will it be good enough to get fourth? We just don't know. How do you know? Like, yeah, you, can only, you can only get as many points as you, as you can over the 38 games and he, see where it leaves he's you. Exactly, but you hit the nail on the head. Klopp isn't doing what some people wanted him to do, yeah. right? So there were people who said that Balotelli was on loan waiting for Klopp to come in. So yeah. the when Klopp came in, Balotelli would be in Klopp's plans. Mm. You know, but Klopp, <laughs> Klopp would make a player out of Markovic. Klopp would make Sacco captain. Klopp would Lalana be gone. Lalana's yeah. gone. Lovrina be gone. Yeah. And he's not doing the things that everyone thought that yeah. he was going to do. So suddenly now it's open season on Klopp on yeah. small things like yeah. or and and it's not that you can't. People say, oh, we should be able to criticise. Of course you should be able to criticise. But surely our first obligation is to try and understand, to try and mm. go. Why is he thinking this? Why is yeah. he doing this? Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah. Not just he's wrong. And that's the bit that drives yeah. me crazy. I've seen Klopp described as negligent, right? Negligent. This mm. is a man whose entire career is built on whether this, this football team wins results. And he's being negligent. But it's just madness. Yeah. Like it's, I, I it's, just, It drives me crazy. It's the same sort of, okay, I'm going to go over the top on this, but it's the same sort of people that criticise the Quran having absolutely no idea about it and they yeah. have opinions on Muslims and whatever else and they don't have a fucking clue. No. And, and okay, I am being very much over the top with that but it's that same sort of mentality. Mm. It, this, it, this doesn't suit my narrative and therefore I'm going to find yeah. reasons why yeah. I can criticise yeah, the manager. Look at, instead, of, instead of just going, yeah, I could have got that wrong when I said Klopp would do this. Yeah. Yeah, and let's, let's kind of just ride with what's happening. There's lots of there's lots of things happening at Liverpool that are, are up for debate, debate, which Klopp is solely in charge of. The left back situation, defensive midfielder situation, um, the possibility of Sacco going out. Like these are all talking points, but you have to, like Dave says, try and understand the facts. We're not 
obliged to know the facts. We won't know the facts. Mm. So you kind of have to say at times, we aren't the big financial powerhouse that the three or four teams in the league are. So let, let's let's just accept some things and let the man do his uh, And job. also, like, can't make it all happen overnight. Like, I mean, he brought in, if he brings in a new left full and he brings in a new defensive midfielder and he brings in another centre-back, is there anyone fucking left over from last year? Because he's bought a goalkeeper. Well, know? that's what I was just going to say. He's just ha- he's just spent the summer, right? Getting rid of 13 players. Yeah. Right? So. With probably another couple of So let, let's, yeah. let's take the defensive midfield situation, right? Because that's the one that I think people have accused him of being negligent about, right? That he, that he hasn't bought someone to substitute for American, right? So first of all, we know all summer he wanted Zelensky and he wanted Dahoud, Right? So he obviously went off Zelensky and and Dahoud was the guy he wants, right? And from what I read, there's a confidence that they're going to go back for him next year. Feeling that he could probably do with another year in the Bundesliga. But he is the guy that the club has identified and said he wants, right? So Klopp's got a choice now. Does he go out and buy a central midfielder? And then either have to get rid of Henderson or Milner, right? Either now or next summer, he's got to make, he's got to do that, right? Or and there is, as we know, a fifty percent chance that whoever he buys, whoever he buys, could not work. Yeah. For, for mm. so he is sitting, then he's going, okay. Shall I, I? My choice is I can be relatively conservative. I've got Emre Khan, who's you know my number one guy. I've got Henderson, who I will work with and train, and he will get better in that role. And I will wait for the guy I want because it's a six-year deal, and I'm building to win the league in two years rather than you know right now. looking to build it right now. That is a perfectly reasonable situation for him to be in. We may disagree. We may wish it was different. Mm. But he isn't being negligent because if you think you've identified this problem and Jurgen Klopp hasn't, then you are a fucking moron, <laughs> right? Because there is nothing, there is no problem that you have identified or a solution that you have thought of or any of us have thought of that he hasn't thought of. Yeah. Because if that was true, then I I give up. Because mm. we may as well all be managers then. Yeah. Because and it's just bollocks. Yeah. And he's privy to so much more information. Exactly. He uh, I, sorry, my final yeah, point is on is on Henderson, right? Henderson can't play there, Henderson can't play there, Henderson can't play there, whatever, right? But I said this to you in WhatsApp, right? First time Emery Khan played deep line midfield player for us, I think for the first like six months there was a lot of criticism of him, right? Absolutely. Mm. And he got better. First time Jared played there, remember against Aston Villa? Yeah. And people were like, oh my Fabian God, Delph, don't ever the let yeah. him play there again. Yeah. And we nearly win the league with him yeah. playing there. He became, so, he became a, a, an absolutely fantastic... Yeah. So you've got to trust. So Cop is looking at this guy going, I can make him he better in this role. And he was better against Spurs. Exactly. He, had, in my opinion, had a very yeah, good game against so, Spurs. There is thinking here. It's not like he's going into work whistling, going, what, a defensive midfielder? What's huh? that? Oh yeah. shit! Why yes, have none of you told me about this? Why didn't you mention that you needed yeah. that? You know? yeah. yeah. Look, we're all we're all entitled to throw in our opinions and debate things, but when when you see the level of criticism towards him and the language that's used and the complete naivety, it's nearly a disdain. Di- yeah, it is. and it's so like it is so disrespectful that fans. These are fans are putting so much doubt over a manager and what he's doing a manager who's based on one result yeah. Look, but guaranteed to still have yeah. YNWA in their bio yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean like like, it's, but it's one result yeah if, I know if Klopp takes that personally 
And he might, like, he could say, people might laugh, but he could say, I don't need to hang around with this shit. Yeah. Like, the press are bad enough. My own fans are like this. Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. You know, because, I don't know, was he, he was a dart at Dortmund. Like, I mean, he, he, he calls back there a king. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know like, what's all, I don't know what whether even in his bad last season, no one was calling for him to be sacked. No, mm. nobody. Uh, so anyway, I think we've made. Well, I point. suppose what I would say is we say nobody was calling for him to be sacked. We don't know. I guarantee you, there was a bunch of Dortmund fans that completely didn't give a fuck yeah, about what he'd done have, yeah, the past have. five seasons and were calling for him to be sacked. Yeah. But for me, um, I suppose I think there's an element, and I, I keep on referring back to this six-year deal. But I think there was an element, and I said this before the summer started, of us breaking even this summer I thought we might break even or be close enough to it and what I still like net spend yeah type of break like in even. terms of in terms of I thought we, I actually I think I predicted we would come out with a profit from from the summer um, yeah. I thought we'd do a Spurs because I was looking at what Spurs have done over the last few years and they've actually turned profits on a few summers and my thinking was Klopp maybe looked at it and said okay we don't have Europe I believe I can get enough without having to spend mad money I, I believe we can get enough out of the lads we bring in and yeah. what we have there to mm. get us into that top four and then I have the ability and the resources next summer to go and do what I need to do if we've got Champions League qualification. Or January. January's yeah. only four months away, yeah, right? Yeah. If we get to January and the left-back issue is a legitimate issue or the yeah. defensive midfield yeah, player... You sign someone You then. sign someone there's, yeah. Yeah, Look, there's so much we don't know. We don't know whether that money like from Sky and the profits from the 2014... Uh, financials that were released and everything else that's happened since then with players going out and what money received and whatever way deals were made and when you get the money immediately or you have to wait a few years and blah yeah. blah blah we don't know all these facts but there is a large amount of money there's a large amount of money that exists in Liverpool Football Club right now that isn't being spent but as you so said it might be it, gone to it, the stand it could be gone to the stand we might find that in uh, three Two or four weeks time the uh, FSG either announced that uh, the club is being sold and that money had to have been kept within the club because it, they were planning for a sale. And as yeah. Dave was talking about earlier, there's a lot of commercial deals that are now being cancelled and a lot of things are happening within the club that looks like it could be heading towards a sale. Or else, they could just announce saying, uh, good news, uh, football fans. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> football fans. fans. Hello, <laughs> soccer ball fans. <laughs> Over here in Liverpool. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we, we've had an, a cash injection into the club from uh, some Chinese people and uh, we've also <laughs> they we've also paid for the new stand it's all paid up and the club is now going to have £25 million uh, pound sterling a year to invest into the transfer market immediately as opposed to waiting five years for this thing to be uh, yeah. paid off because like, if you're business people why would you give if an interest-free loan of 114 million, if you can get that money absolutely immediately, why would you do that? That 114 million is way is worth way more to you than to just put into the club. Yeah, interest-free. You can do something with that to make it 100. But I do million. think, to your point about the squad size as well, I do think he's looked at it and gone. I mean, he said a few times, Jesus Christ, we've got a big squad, yeah. right? And that's without even thinking, oh, I'd like to see a bit more of Trent Alexander-Arnold, or I'd like to see a bit Jaria, more of yeah. Algeria, mm-hmm. or Woodburn, or these guys. So, you know, I totally get why he's going, again, it's a six-year deal. Look how hard it is to get rid of people. Look how hard it is to get rid of Balotelli. Yeah. Look how hard mm-hmm. it is to get rid of Markovic, yeah. Alberto. Yeah, and he's like going to buy someone now. If he buys a left-back, right, that means next summer, Someone has to go, whether yeah. that's Milner, Moreno, Joe Gomez, you know, whoever it is. That's another. It's ju- he's just creating this um, backlog for himself that he's yeah. going to have to clear out. So maybe he's just going year zero. 
the only people I want you are the people that I know I want you, and we'll add a few as we go along. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of mad to imagine that a player like Balotelli who who knows from day one that he has no future when when Klopp comes in under the bus, mate. <laughs> he has no future at the club. He he probably knows that straight away, and it's gonna take till deadline day to to remove to shift him such a fucking he's piece. He's a cancer. Yeah, he is. It's crazy. It's crazy that and and like it's gonna really piss me off now if they have to loan him out. I don't care. I'd rather see him loaned out than still sticking around. You know that he's. No. Somebody said he's actually got two years left in his deal, though. It's not at the, at the end of next season. No, I thought it, it was. Yeah, yeah, I think it's two years already. But I just hope somebody comes in and, and offers some sort of legal tender, like Palermo or something. Yeah, <laughs> legal tender. Just says some th- th- two pigs go. and a goat, and they they just <laughs> get rid of him and move on. Yeah, it, it needs to happen for everyone. Yeah, you know, so that he's no longer yeah. associated with us. Yeah, um, I suppose. Let's let's pull ourselves back into the Spurs game then. Um, oh yeah, the Spurs we, yeah, game. We, we got a little, we got a little, just a touch sidetracked, and you know what? The, oh, we already started. We're minutely. I know. Yeah, no, we got up as far. We were just about to move on to Klein because we said matchup and and uh, Lovren had good solid games. Um, we don't have a match for a while, so we're going to have another pod before the Leicester game comes along. So we don't need to cover that, and that's why I let it flow. But looking at Klein, um, apart from if you do want to nitpick at that little mistake he makes by coming in and maybe leaving Danny Rose there um, I think he was back to having a solid game again the only thing I'd say right he tends to be at the scene of the crime a lot all of the goals we've conceded have come down his side this 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 season yes right plus he's given away stupid free kicks there's two stupid free kicks he gave away against Spurs now where he fouled around the 18 yard line or around that area so I I haven't looked at it enough because my he's one of the you just assumed Klein had a good game yeah, you yeah. just go yeah Klein he, he was did. good Klein, yeah. but yeah. we are conceding a lot down that side now maybe it's Mane isn't helping him enough yeah, yeah. but nobody ever gave Moreno that excuse when Coutinho, Coutinho was in front of him, him yeah. Yeah, so it's just more repetitive like I just they, wouldn't mind a look Moreno's, at it like, you know? Moreno's mistakes stand out more uh, it's like oh yeah, Lovren, I'm not comparing them. Mistakes just, yeah. stand out more. They're, they're yeah. catastrophic errors. Miguel, like they just stand out. Just cr- it's crazy. You're right. Sometimes. They make catastrophic yeah. fuck-ups happen. Whereas, um, yeah, like Dave says, like but Moreno subtly, hasn't a goal. He hasn't cost yeah. us a goal yet. No, no. subtly, Klein seems to be at the scene of the crime somehow or another. And I also noticed as well during that sports game when they did look like scoring for about 15, 20 minutes, 15 minutes beforehand, or they're putting a lot of pressure on. There was a lot of madness going on. Yeah. That side of the pitch. There was a lot of, like, a lot of uh, points where you kind of wondered, why is the centre-half here? Why, where, where's, hang on, like, you know, players just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. And it tends to happen when a team is under severe pressure. That players kind of get sucked to the ball. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's just, just human nature. Because yeah, you, know, you don't have a chance to look around, and we do it to teams ourselves all the time. Yeah, we yeah. put them under pressure, yeah. and players are falling over themselves and getting torn inside out, which they wouldn't normally do. Like Liverpool did it last year against Arsenal, Bellerin. Like you know, you don't see it. We had Henderson and Wijnaldum playing in it two there with Lallana. I suppose just in one in front of the two. Yeah. Um, for me, wasn't it two in front of the one? What? Two in front of the one, though, right? Henderson deep, Ronaldo and Alana ahead of him. I don't know where Ronaldo was because that's what I'm going to get oh, into. Oh, we're going to debate yeah. this. Now. We're yeah. going to debate this. And my thinking is, I really, apart from maybe eight minutes versus Arsenal, I'm hugely underwhelmed by by Ronaldo. He was yeah. very poor. He was for me our poorest player um, on Saturday. 
He he just he looked lost. He couldn't make a tackle. I don't remember him making a single key pass. Maybe he did, but I don't remember it. Um, he didn't look involved in any of the stuff we were dangerous with, but he also didn't look like he was involved in preventing mm. Spurs from doing anything when they were dangerous. Mm. He looked like a passenger to me for, for the majority of the game, and I, and I couldn't understand. And yet again, we're talking about being allowed to criticise the manager. If my one criticism for, for the game against Spurs would probably be how Wijnaldum stayed on that pitch 90 minutes and, and we didn't see because he looked tired as yeah. well and I, and I couldn't understand how the fresh legs of Grudic weren't brought in yeah. maybe he didn't feel that that was the game to give Grudic minutes in but something needed to change it's, in there it's for strange me. like I mean Wijnaldum didn't do a terrible lot in pre-season I think he, he, he did he play a nice ball at one stage over the top or was that Oh, he assisted again. He said two assists against Arsenal. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Arsenal? He, yeah, he knocked so the, the ball. Lallana Lallana Lallana. Yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't bad. But aside from that, like he hasn't hit the ground running really yeah, for Liverpool. That's my, that was my eight minutes versus Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> and like I suppose uh, Liverpool fans won't remember Ronaldo on match of the day last year for Newcastle. It's gone a lot of goals. They come from deep and. Uh, but if you look, he was playing in advanced roles. He was playing left midfield, he was playing right midfield, he was playing as a 10, he was playing as a striker almost at some stage. So when you look at match of the day and you see him scoring goals and then he's playing kind of like a, a deep midfield role for Liverpool, people think, oh, well, that must be his position and why isn't he doing all of this for us? Like, he hasn't regularly played that position in, since Klopp has obviously recognised he can do that in such a long time. We can't really expect it straight away. So it's not working out for him so far. And he's probably going to lose his place in the team if it continues. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I. so he's had a slow start. I will say that, right? I don't mm. think he's uh, been phenomenal. But again, I think we have to... There are some mitigating circumstances. I think he is being asked to be deeper as a result of Henderson. Whereas I think if Can was playing, Wijnaldum would probably mm. give him more f- freedom to move forward. Um, I think he's neat and tidy. I don't think he's... I mean, he's not, you know, split in defences. What I like about him is he he is always in the box and he's very attack-minded and he's looking to add numbers into the box. I think being asked to play central midfield under Jurgen Klopp is probably a massive step up for him from being the best player in Mm. Newcastle to suddenly being in this new system, this new midfield. So I'm not ready to... I didn't think he was terrible. He wasn't brilliant, but I didn't think he was terrible. Um... But I can see what he is going to offer once he's given a bit more license to move forward. He's quick with his feet. He's got two good feet. He's strong. Doesn't get knocked off the ball. He got an eye for a pass, an eye for goal. I think there's more to come from him. Mm. But he is a, he is starting slower. There's yeah, no doubt like, about that. I, I'm just hoping that one or two things. Either he can be coached. Maybe he's a little bit nervous. Maybe he's not used to playing that position, as you say. And he can be coached into improving in that position. Mm, yeah. Or that he wasn't bought for that position. I don't think he was bought for that yeah. position. Yeah. I think he's bought, you know, all things being equal, he's probably going to rotate with Lalana in that more advanced of the of three. The three. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, needs must. Mm. And, and, you know, I'm not sure Grujic has done enough in the minutes he's had to say... You know, he should be starting ahead of him, personally. No, and, and I wasn't suggesting he should start ahead of him. But for me, I thought on 65, 70 minutes, yeah. when he looked he looked like a guy who was tired. He was kind of half running after yeah. players, but he never really looked like mm. catching up, getting in front of them, getting a tackle yeah. in, anything. He just looked like he was running beside them, as if to say, oh, wait for me. You know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. He needs a big moment, he does. Mm. He needs a goal, I think. Yeah. And yeah. I think if he gets a goal, suddenly... You know, you do see it. They, oh, it's a spark. You know, yeah. Henderson, I remember Henderson when Henderson first signed for Liverpool, you know, he was really poor until he 
kind of hit a couple of goals and then it suddenly fell into place for him. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a good player. I think he'll come good. But he is, get, he is getting know. written off a lot, like with fans. And I'm not, and I'm just for the record, I'm not right. No, 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 off. no, I know. I thought um, he was decent enough against Arsenal. I'm trying to think back now. But, um, yeah, he was, he was, I, I just thought he's, he was decent in parts against Arsenal but for mm. me and Arsenal I picked up on yeah. him not being great and well, then he was poor against a, Burnley and poor against yeah. uh, he's a busy player and I think he suits what Klopp's trying to do it's just mm. so far this season there's just been a few little holes that's probably not helped Liverpool's kind of fluidity like getting yeah. on yeah. the ball and, and, and being able to do damage and for for them not to to spend so many minutes of the game being vulnerable yeah, the midfield really is well. playing in a in a side that's like if we see a different Liverpool against Leicester, yeah. and they're they're probing and they're putting and they're not so exposed. I kind of know Leicester can do that to you. Maybe we see a better player in them. Yeah. Okay. And what did we think of Henderson? Because for me, I thought it was a marked improvement on his game against Absolutely. Burnley. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, no, he was slaughtered against Burnley. Y- yeah. Or he after. Was, against, yeah, he uh, was after and, the Burnley match. And uh, I, I think I think in general he had a good game. He didn't do anything major. Be good, but he still looked quite comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder how he would have fared if Spurs hadn't played two defensive midfielders. You mm. know, so I think that that helped him. He had a bit more time, a yeah. bit more space. I think having Matip as a ball play in centre half helped him as well, mm. so that he had he always had an outlet. He shifted that he was the ball quicker, though, with. didn't he? He was good. He was much better. He was much better. You know, the the again. The question is, how much of his natural game are you limiting by asking him to do that? He's not a great long passer, although he hit some very good passes now in the game, but he's not a great long passer. Plus, he has a tendency sometimes to be just a little slow on the ball, not release it as quick as perhaps he could. But he had a good game. I I mean, uh, I think think what Connor describes that bit more accurately is the fact that when he gets on the ball, if he does move it quickly, he doesn't move it to the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't play with... Um, with fucking rearview mirrors, yeah. you know, like some midfielders, they just they can see around. Yeah, he doesn't have a picture out, of his before head. he gets the yeah. ball. He knows what's happening. He doesn't play like that. So when he moves it fast, it looks like a hot potato. Yeah. Whereas like some players, they get the ball and they hit a first time. They spray a ball out wide yeah. into a space because you can imagine it going through his head, going, yeah. "Okay, the ball's coming towards me. Put my foot on it. Turn around. Lock up. Oh, yeah. there, there's someone over there. I'm going to pass it over there." So Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. all. Yeah. He thinks about it. If all. he wants to put a useful ball. Yeah, he's gonna he, he's slow on the ball, but if he if he moves it when he moves it too quickly, it looks bad. So he's done if he he does and he's done. The the challenge for Henderson is going to be what he does once he gets put back in his better position. I think because that's where the competition from the likes of Lallana and Wijnaldum is going to come. Is if Henderson isn't adding in the attacking third and Can is the defensive midfielder, right? Mm. He's going to play there. Henderson has got a battle on his hands then because mm. I think Lalana's been excellent in that role. There's yeah. cause for Coutinho, which I don't think should happen, but there's cause for Coutinho to go into the midfield yeah, as well. Yeah, I'd like to see that actually. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see that at the expense of Wijnaldum to see what he, you know, no, he could I would probably prefer to see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't particularly like to see Henderson, Lalana, and Coutinho. No, no, as no, a three no. No. but Chan, if you were talking about Chan, Chan Coutinho, Henderson and, Hen- and, then, and Coutinho yeah. yeah yeah I can understand and then that. Ronaldo to take up his position a bit further up the pitch yeah well, so swap uh, Coutinho and Aldo around yeah mm. and then you've got Henderson and Chan Coutinho scoring one in three at the moment but then what do you mm. do with Lallana well that's what I'm saying they give Lallana's not in the team right yeah, okay. you can't fault him at the moment yeah like at the minute yeah. I, I would be yeah. saying you know yeah. even Coutinho comes out ahead yeah. of ahead I think of so too I think beyond Mane I think Lallana's a 
he's been a great player on that club, but he's not spying. You know, like he's not. He, he, he but why not? Well, I think he, he is. He, now. Only, he only is because needs more. Like they've they've had injuries to players where he, he's always kind of been the first up. You know, next one has been an injury. I used, and I used to think that, place. but for me, and believe me, I, as Dave will back me up, I was his biggest critic. Mm. I really see the benefit of him in the side now. I you think know? he yeah. is a star. And you know what? Yeah. He he has that little bit of niggle. Yeah, he has that little bit of needle that that we don't have. We, we mm. you know, Jamie's been in here, and we we've said it. Phil said it. You've said it, Dave. We don't have enough pricks in the team. We don't have enough fellas that are willing to. No, he's a soft prick, though. Uh, I don't know. You know what he's he, he's he's a smeezer prick. I think if every single person was fit, Lalana would start. If every single person was fit, and Klopp said, and you said to Klopp, pick your best team. He probably puts Lallana. He put Lalana in there. Yeah. I don't think he's any. I think that's his position now. He's gone. He's playing at the uh, in an attacking central midfield position. Yeah. I think it suits him because he's two footed. I think he's yeah. good with the ball. He can pass. He's got a slight turn of pace. A lot of people might find that hard to take. I can accept that. If that's yeah, a the lot case. of people I can might. completely accept that. But I just, I just wonder. Would he be the first the types of? Would be the first one gone when Klopp the types of silence and the types of links we've had. You have to wonder who's surplus. Yeah, no, and that's it, that's it fair does, enough. It does, uh, it does question like Klopp. You know, wanted to bring in goals. Like he he brought in pretty much everyone he brought in has a bit of a goal threat in them. They've scored goals. I think previously. Klopp, Klopp so if you had to get rid if of Lallana hadn't got. You know, if, if Lallana continued to not contribute that way, which he kind of did last season at the end, yeah. then he could be surplus. I think surplus is one of the strikers because yeah. you know you had. Uh, Sturridge and Origi on the bench Ings can't get in the squad you know he, mm. he seems to favour Firmino Coutinho Mane as his front three which I think there's loads of sense in that yeah. you know I think that makes a lot of sense so when you're looking at it you're going you probably don't need Ings yeah. and there's an argument that you know do you need Sturridge and that's a big call yeah. but like I mean I can don't get me wrong on numbers alone and the quality we know he has yeah. I sure can, Paul, can we move on to Storage and Origi well, and let's, everything let's, else let's move up let, uh, let, you know we, we've just spoken about Lallana let, let's talk about Mane and, and Coutinho who sat in behind Firmino to start with you know we, and we'll quickly do it because we want to get on to other stuff I don't think anybody can argue apart from Mane being a bit stupid on a couple of occasions mm. with, his, with his reckless tackling um he was, oh, I, he was electric him. again. Oh, wasn't I he? love him. Yeah, and I really hope in, in I felt six like or seven I, games I felt like time, sometime he was going to get a bit in trouble. Like, yeah, I thought he was going to. Yeah, he should have gone. Yeah, he should have been sent. He should have been sent off to get know, him off the pitch. Um, but he's got nickel as well. So fair yeah, play. Like, yeah, you know. no, it is good. It is good. He's 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 just electric, isn't he? You know, it's it's um, one of those uh, it's one of those things whereby you're just waiting to see what he's going to do. And yeah. he's so close to nicking it from Vorm on mm. two occasions yeah. there. A couple of other and, chances. And there's, other, like, there's not many players in the squad who uh, who had a chance of getting there. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't gone for another pacey winger, you know, another very quick player like Mane. After we've mm. seen what his pace has done. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that we went after that uh, Dortmund kid, uh, Pulisic, is it? You know, yeah, he, yeah. he's another very quick winger. So, yeah. if we were to buy another player, it wouldn't surprise me if we bought another. And what about player. this guy, uh, Loan? He, he's made up. Yeah, I think he's made up. He's never heard of him ever. Uh, no, yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. There'll be people who tell me they've seen every minute he's yeah. ever played, but I've never ever heard of him. Never seen mm. him. I I thought it was Loa Loa when I first heard <laughs> about it. Like you know, um, Coutinho. Thoughts. 
he should score that goal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, he should. You fancy anyone to score from fucking four yards, but it it was typical of Coutinho. You've seen him with that finish a few times, just shows the yeah. shows the keeper the other side and just reverses it back. Yeah. And he has that skill to do it. Yeah, like, and yeah, he, yeah. he hit the ball very crisp. Yeah, Vorm you know, was just Vorm did well to save yeah. with his foot. Yeah, you know, but it's still disappointing. Yeah, I saw someone say on Twitter it was a great point. It's like apart from the odd winning goal, what does Coutinho give us? It's a bit like where's the Romans ever done? For, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, a bit yeah, like yeah, 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 I yeah. can see the criticism of him going. You know, for all the ball he gets and all the, all his talent, is his output good enough? Yeah. Right, the answer is no. Really. Right, you know, but he is scoring ten goals a season, ten assists a season. For yeah. you know, so how many of them type of players can you have in your team that they contribute? Like, there's no doubt about it. If Storage yeah. plays every game for Liverpool and he's fit, he's going to score bags and bags and yeah. bags of goals. But how many of them? Like, if you've got say you had Coutinho on the team, you had Storage on the team, and whoever, like you know, Lalana, you know, they're kind of. No, sorry, Lalana's a bad example. Yeah, but, but if you, you have Lalana up to February, yeah, Coutinho you know I mean? and uh, and storage are passengers at times. Yeah, and like Klopp is the anti-passenger team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. You can't afford to be nine hard workers. You can sometimes get away with one. You can accommodate. You times. can accommodate one. And I, I look, I've seen Coutinho track back a few times and win the ball back. He, he, he well. used to be it used to be a huge part of his game yeah, and it's nearly him. like it's gone out of mm. his game which I, is a funny I, one I think that it's part of it is we know how good he can be yes do you know what I mean it's like you know you've seen him have moments because he never has a whole game where he's like it but you've seen him have you know periods in a game where he's absolutely unplayable and mm. you're like you know why isn't that a more consistent output from him you know because yeah. you look at Sterling Suarez other players that we've had who've suddenly kicked up a gear and just gone on to a different level. And I think we're still waiting for Coutinho to do that. He does it in flashes, mm. but he's not running games. You know, he's not like, he's not doing what Sterling did when he was there or Suarez did and things like that. So mm. that's the bit where I think Coutinho is always going to have a good game because he's always yeah. going to do good things. But you got to score that. Yeah. And he can't keep trying to bend one in the bottom corner when there's other options there. Yeah. You know, because that's his, that's his latest thing as well. He mm. runs along the 18 yard box and tries to bend it in the bottom corner. Mm. Now, every 10, it's going to go in. And as I said, what have the Romans ever done for us? So, yeah. know, he scores winning goals. I get that. But I can see the argument. He's not a natural finisher. No. Uh, it, it put a striker in that, like, put storage in kind of that position and he'll think it. Yeah, he'll do anything. Yeah. Like he'll do anything with that ball. Yeah, because with strikers, everything slows down. The composure is just on a different level. When you're a midfielder like Coutinho, like he can bend the ball into the top corner from 35 yeah. yards. But put put it put it kind of a midfielder who's you know. And part like of that. it is his brain is a little quicker sometimes than other people on the pitch, or even quicker than he's able to do. Because sometimes you could see the pass he's trying to do. Yeah. You could see the thing he's trying to do and he hasn't quite got the technique. His, or, foot, his foot just didn't play Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or someone else has not made that run. Usually for me, no, because I think that those two link quite well. Um, so yeah, I mean, Coutinho's a funny one. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to argue he shouldn't be in the side. But I think there's always that feeling that we should be getting more out of him. Yeah, and let's use that then to move on to Firmino. Because um, I actually saw Simon Brundish put up a, a thing on Twitter there about Firmino being used as a forward compared to being used as an attacking midfielder. And there's a huge disparity in terms of the amount of um, points that we've accumulated with him in an attacking midfielder 
points per games, let's say, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's way higher as an attacking midfielder. Now, I don't know, is that because we've played him in games in, let's say, that you know false nine or that, that uh, furthest forward attacking position? Have we played him in games that were the tougher games? in that position is that why our points per game ratio is done or is it just yeah, that like he doesn't score enough goals when played in that position I think like if you, if it's a thing where Firmino plays as a 10 say and there's someone ahead of him it means your opposition is a bit weaker doesn't it but should it but it's such, it it's such does, an like, isolated stat it's ridiculous it's irrelevant I mean, because well, for me you, you have to look at the opposition you have to look at who else he was playing with you've got to look at when Firmino was no, in different, different. Here, you can, when he you was can announced as a, when he was announced as a centre forward stat. last year who were we playing against Arsenal or something uh no, Arsenal been t- we played the was a, early game when he because he played early on in the season. We played Benteke. There was a particular game. Benteke was, was excellent. Chelsea, I was a. Didn't we beat Chelsea, City, Arsenal? You know, be- yeah. Chelsea, City, and uh, Andrew yeah. with Arsenal all with Firmino up front. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know the stat, but but I personally, at home in particular, would play. But in most games, I think I would play a striker. Yeah, so would I. Mm. That, that, that's why uh, I was going to say I'd play a Rigi, but I Look, feel like that's eventually yeah. Klopp is going to. Let's say in a year or two's time, he's going to probably arrive at it at a and um, in a the luxury luxurious position where he can play his favourite formation, where he's playing four, two, three, and one. Yeah. So he has a striker that works the bollocks off, and then he has a two in midfield that he can be trusted to to Do screen the defence. But at the moment, three, he's going to have to. Yeah, at the moment, he's going to have to play this four three three. He's had to. He needs an extra body in midfield. So it just means that we're we're kind of um, we're losing the player up top. Yeah, yeah. Because I think his ideal. I mean, if he could have anyone, his ideal thing is that he would have bought someone to sit next to Can. Yeah. Probably that to who yeah. right? Or a version of yeah. that. And then he has three in front of them that are just flying. Firmino, Coutinho, Mane. Yeah. And then probably Origi rather than yeah. Sturridge. I, you know, yeah. and we'll talk about Sturridge in a minute. But I think if you're looking at the type of striker the Klopp would want, it would be someone like Origi. I think, if, I think eventually, if you, if, you know, while you're talking about it, you have two, two very clever midfielders who don't, don't fuck up, yeah. you know, who are really, really good and they're really, you know, top midfielders. Yeah. Like Chan can be, we hope he can be, and then somebody else. And then ahead of Chan has to come into that role because he still gets very far ahead of the ball, gets very hard, far ahead of play. But I think he wants that. I don't think he doesn't want a Mascherano. He wants an Alonso. He doesn't want Mascherano. No, and like I don't, I don't like them players anyway. You know, just. Like one, one trick ponies in the middle of the park. I know, like a lot of a lot of people really believe in that yard dog midfielder. But you see a Barca and Busquets, you don't have to have it. Like you can, you can have a player who's so good staying up on his feet reading the game, and you, you never yeah, need but, it. But Byron did it as well. Yeah, but um, when when a club does eventually arrive at that, has he? Has he sold Coutinho by then? Probably. Like you know, he's gonna need a midfielder who's a bit more like Mane uh, up that's gonna play wide. Because he'll have Firmino in the, as a ten. He likes it. He likes a ten that's busy, that yeah. can do everything, and can double and his, after, and it after can go to then, two up top if they need to. After that, then is Coutinho kind of finished because he probably will buy another another Mane with all that pace up top mm. that will work back. I will. think he's smart enough to probably sell Coutinho when he doesn't want to sell him. Inverted commas yeah. um, to to make the money. I think Coutinho goes next summer. I yeah. mean, I think, I'm surprised he didn't go this summer, but I think he'll definitely go next summer. Yeah, he's he's a ton then of again, player. Are we, are we just doing what we slag people for doing? <laughs> saying what Klopp's going to do, and it just looks like no, three no, knobs. I, I'm not saying. I don't think he necessarily. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. I'm not saying like I'm an expert in, in Klopp or anything but you can kind of see how it's panning out like yeah, yeah, yeah. you can see what he likes by his comments and by his praise like you know like he'll never say Coutinho oh, he's real important in the team he's, he'll tell you he'll tell you oh, he's magic he does moments of magic you know like he is an exciting player who makes fans very happy and that's why someone like he Barca, never he never makes him as they, as if he's an integral part of it. Yeah. No, you'll never see um, the the uh, statistic nerds out there uh, put a big article together on all the things that Coutinho did for a whole game because it's it doesn't happen. So we can see like Coutinho's very in your face. What happens like you know all that magic and like yeah when he a, smashes a, a like, screamer into the top corner a team like yeah a team like Barca buying him to fill a gap there like you know they, they, they'll make the fans there very happy or Real or whatever like you know so Klopp I just get the feeling he needs somebody like another Mane who's yeah. a bit busier a bit more of a boy that's kind of the disappointing bit though I think two two and a half seasons ago Coutinho did have that I think he's lost that I think he's lost some of his busyness uh, I don't think he was ever like I don't think he was ever in that 13-14 team, I thought. But he needs, he needs, he was brilliant when he had two, three players ahead of him who were all lightning quick yeah. and could break defences, right? Mm. Yeah. Klopp doesn't play like that. Yeah. He just doesn't play, he plays counter-attack football, right? Now, Coutinho's just still shining it and I, I still think he's going to have very good games and moments and all that kind of stuff. But, but, I, but I, Coutinho was playing the position that Lallana's playing now. Exactly. And I think, well... And this is where people will disagree because they like Coutinho and don't like Lalana, but that's where he's never even tried to play Coutinho there. Club. Never. He's never, never looked once. at him there. No, never no, no. looked at him there. Mm. And he started him every single game on the left. Every game. So mm. yeah, he doesn't more, trust him in the middle. It's probably more where Gruwick comes yeah. into when he when he trusts something. Exactly. In. Okay. Um and do you want to do you want to have a little chat about storage or um yeah, like I suppose that with there's there's a nice uh, he's very box office at the moment. There's a lot of London journalists want to talk about it, and there's mm. a lot of local journalists want to talk. But there's a lot of fans want to talk about attitude and everything else. A lot of it's in, invented. It is like it's gone it's gone way over the top. Like the fellas getting a really hard time, but the argument shouldn't be about his attitude. The argument has to be just about where where Liverpool see him and where he sees Liverpool. Yeah, you know they're not they're not exactly a marriage made in heaven. Under Klopp. No. I mean, it's worth remembering that Sturridge didn't play for nearly two years and mm. got paid over 100 grand a week while yeah. he was injured. You know, so there's an element of, you know, Sturridge, and I understand why he is, he he sees himself as a starter because that's yeah. what he was when he got injured. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So now he's come back and he's like, well, why, wait a minute. What do you mean yeah. I'm not in the side? In his head, yeah, he is, he is a starter. Like but, a lot, but, a lot of fan, know, most if fans I, If that's say. me, right, as long as it doesn't negatively impact, and the only way it negatively impacts, it's nothing to do with the press. It's if it legitimately negatively impacts, which it doesn't seem to. Yeah, it doesn't. He's, I want him to be angry. Yeah, he's sitting, look, of course, he's, that's what yeah. you... If you're a striker... Your star striker, because that's yeah. what he is. He seems very open. Like I like players, probably that, like you know have a bit more respect for the club and yeah. different things and be a bit quieter. But you can't, you cannot hold it against him either at all. Like he's a striker and he's greedy and he wants to score goals. Yeah. Let, let him talk, and he seems he, to be not. He, he reminds me very open and honest and everything yeah. else. But it, for for him to have a future at Liverpool, I think it's a compromise that probably can't happen with his terms. What, I think Liverpool yeah. will say to him. Fair enough. Stay in your hundred grand a week and stay, but you're gonna be a you're gonna be a, an impact sub, or you're gonna probably not play every game. We want to protect you because you are made of crisps, 
and we we also want to look at the fact that in a lot of games in this league, you're not suitable for this system. So if he could agree to that, which I don't think he will, then it could ha- it could happen. He looks he's within himself. He's Michael Owen after his hamstrings. Yeah, that that's where oh, Sturridge yes. is right Absolutely now. Absolutely is. Yeah, for 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 me in a sense, it's no longer about which players are on the team. Exactly. I'm going beyond that now. Sturridge really is our care. best player, but he's not our most important. We'll move on. Um, a quick shout out. No, well, it is Liverpool related to an extent. Robbie Keane, two nights time, plays his last game for Ireland. 67 international goals. Yeah. 145 games, was it? Close enough. Yeah. If, if memory serves me it's right. A, it's it's a stupid amount of goals for an international player. Like the, it's he's outscored so many greats. Yeah. For Brazil, he and needs one for more. To, I know it's different games to goals ratio, but he needs one more to each equal Gert Muller's yeah. record. It's phenomenal, really. Like he just it, there was there was three or four years where he was just at a different level for Ireland, whereas you, you know he wasn't really producing as much at a, a club level. Mm. But like he was in the early days, kind of like. Coventry and when he went to Inter like and yeah. back to Lee he was a pleasure to watch like, oh, you know, and him and Duff like, you know he was he was a, a beautiful type of player like you know brilliant yeah. and it was a, such a shame that it didn't work out when he came to Liverpool they would have loved to see him like you know uh, he loved it himself but yeah. it was just the circumstances that he was bought under you know yeah, yeah I mean I as a, obviously as a non-Irish person I think his, his goal scoring is almost more impressive because he was playing for the Republic of Ireland yeah. you know yeah. I mean you know we I mean, had friendlies against poor teams. And yeah, stuff but you like know, that. but so, so everyone so has that, right? Argentina, yeah. and he scored more international goals than Batistuta, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, that's a fella that was playing for one yeah. of the best countries yeah, yeah. in the world. And yeah. you know, I agree with Andy. You know, when he was early in his career, say before he was twenty-five, he was an mm-hmm. unbelievable player. And yeah. when we signed him, I was like so excited yeah. to see what yeah. he'd do with Torres. I was so excited yeah. by it. But actually, you know, it was just probably a season too late. I think mm. a season before because the season before we signed him he was brilliant him yeah. and Berbatov yeah yeah class oh my class. god yeah but uh, yeah, but he's a great goal scorer and, and what I like he's the he's the kind of player that Liverpool fans always crave like the local kind of type you know working class like the the type of, very like fowler personality yeah. was like I mean like, I don't know Robbie Kane personally but I know so many people that know him personally you know yeah, relatives yeah. of his and he's great crack and all always does karaoke yeah 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 and no, uh, has the exact same sense of humour as like uh, you know a lot of people I know and it's, it's just it reminds me of the Fowler type, like, yeah. you yeah. know, he, he could have been. I was, I was listening very to, down to us. Yeah, yeah. he, he always, res- resonates with what I like about football and what I think Liverpool lots of people do. do. Yeah, you know, that's what made it such a shame, like because he does resonate with the people. Of Liverpool, yeah, and, like. and it was the team he supported, you know. Mm. And uh, I listened to Kevin yeah. Kilban there during the week. He's on off the ball now uh, yeah. on a regular basis, and he was. I was listening on the way up in the car tonight. Robbie Keane was actually on off the ball, yeah. and they were chatting to him. But during the week, Kevin Kilban was talking about him, and he was saying, you know, he came in as a young lad into the squad. They played over a hundred games together, you know, for Ireland. Mm. Um, but he came into the squad as a young, bubbly, lively young fella and he said all the way through all the way up to the point he became captain and even after even when he wasn't in the side anymore he was always an absolute joy around the squad yeah. keeping everybody lifted mm. keeping it yeah. and you know that's one of the key elements for Ireland always has been in terms of the, the morale and the team spirit that they had mm. yeah. and he's probably just the absolute epitome of that and and I think there's so many people out there that have loved to knock him 
You know, they really have loved to, to give him stick. Not just from a Liverpool perspective, from an Ireland perspective. Mm. There's tons of fans out there. So what does he do? He's fucking shy. Oh, oh yeah, okay, he score. It's another, you know... What have the Romans ever done? Ollie, yeah. He's still, like, yeah. I think he's... There's a bit of Gerrard's about me stuck around for a little bit longer than his, his body could. Yeah, he, well, he was asked about that tonight. And he, they said, why didn't you go after Euro 2012 or even after the qualifying for the World Cup in 2014? He just said... I didn't feel the time was right. It yeah. wasn't right for me. I didn't feel I'd done all I could. He's a but little he happy, bit, happy they, he's seen a little bit as kind of, you know, it's a class thing. He's seen as a little bit unsophisticated, I think. I think he gets a, a really raw deal because he's, I don't know, a little rougher on the edges. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. And But if you just look at his footballing talent, which football's a working class game, like, yeah. you know, yeah, but if you yeah. look at his talent alone, He's almost like a figure of fun, a bit cheesy, like, you know, yeah. Robbie Keane, he's a bit fantastic now and likes the clobber and all Hollywood that kind of stuff. Bob. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you just look at the goals he scored and his ability... The range of goals. I mean, Absolutely. he was a phenomenal... This player. is a young man. <coughs> you could never signed. be accused of being a cheating footballer, like just yeah. f- sniffing around the six-yard no. box. He, he scored all sorts of goals. And he played in Inter Milan when Serie A was... Like, I was just going to say, he was signed can. by Inter Milan when Inter Milan yeah. were a good side. Yeah. They, they were think Christian Vieri side. Yeah. Yeah. I think about the, the mad money that went on, that goes on in football now. Like, look at all the moves that he made How and much the amount of money that's generated and all the money that went back to Crumlin United because yeah. of it. Madness, yeah. it's fucking and, great. And to be fair, and there he is tonight yeah. giving them giving yeah. them a shout out. And I'm not like... I'm not a huge international like I've, uh, at times I've been a massive Ireland fan and, and throughout a lot of Robbie Keane's career I was I'm not now but like it, I am very sad like to think that we'll never see the likes of Robbie Keane for Ireland again uh, like we'll never see the likes and of the, fi- the final thing I'd say about, again. about him you know as, as someone who's Welsh and you know I've seen we've had very good players he has turned up to every fucking never, bog yeah. where he's been asked to play yeah. he has played every game you know, apart from never being won't. injured, he's never said, "Oh, you know, I'm not going to do that." I got a Premier League game like Ryan Giggs for Wales, which was a big complaint that we always had about Giggs was that he, you know, he, I don't think he played a friendly for the last four years of his international yeah. career. Like you know, mm. Robbie Keane. That was the time zone thing. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Keane, wherever he was, he played. Yeah, well, look, and that, there's something to be said for that. The thing I would rate him against is Wayne Rooney. And there's a player who's playing for one of the supposed um, world football superpowers. Yeah. He's got 53 goals in 110, 115 games. And he's played just the same level of shit opposition that Robbie Keane has in a much better team. Yeah. And I doubt he'll score another 14 international goals. I agree. That's that's no. that's the way I look at it, and that yeah. in itself, to be would Wayne Rooney have scored sixty-seven goals for Ireland? No, yeah, I, no, he yeah. wouldn't. No. Not in my opinion. I agree. Has, I agree. has Rooney played more games than than Keane? Keane? No, no, no. He's played about thirty games less, but he has to score yeah. fourteen in yeah. the next thirty in order to match it. Mm. I can't see mm. Rooney playing another thirty international games. No. He's mm. playing in midfield now. And yeah. Holidays anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, lads. Listen. Instead of trippers chats this week, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, going to have a quick chat about we're, we're a day and a half out or two days out should I say from um, transfer window closing so let's just have a quick yap about what we think maybe not just the LFC but in general um, what do we see happening over the next couple of days we'll go we'll go Liverpool first of all what do we see happening over the next couple of days in terms of transfers just people leaving people the club leaving. if yeah. they can't sell them they'll be going out on loan uh, I know Klopp doesn't really favour the whole loan thing but he does want to thin out a squad he doesn't like having too many players around while he's trying to get his ideas across so it looks like it's just going to be a lot of exits um, he I don't said know, Markovic to go yeah Bad I don't telly. know why 
I'm thinking this, but I, uh, I just imagine a player coming in out of blue that we're all going to be happy. Would it be the wild speculation we've had over the last four days, perhaps? Yeah, <laughs> making I, you think yeah I, I suppose like, um, like Isco we, we is get, the we get, one. we get linked with players a lot. Yeah, we were link, linked with Isco tonight. Isco? Yeah. <laughs> Where we? Yeah. He's so not a It's just uh, um, how legitimate the speculation seems this time. Like it's yeah. Some of the bigger hitters on Twitter are talking about it. Luan. Yeah. No, I don't, Luan, I don't, Luan. He, he doesn't exist, but um, one, <laughs> one of the players that does exist, maybe that guy from Dortmund. Something okay. like that could happen. Um, I think it's he's uh, defensive midfield options are spent and left back isn't going to happen either. I think we're going to have to wait till January. Yeah, so Depending on how horrific we end up injuries-wise and uh, whatever we need, it's going to be January at least before we see a left back and a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Okay. Dave? So I don't think Liverpool will do anything. Okay. Uh, apart from some apart from exits. Some exits. Um, I think there's still one big money signing to come into the Premier League. Um, Morata to Arsenal or something like that maybe? I, I No, that would be way too sensible for Arsenal to do that. They've just <laughs> bought, they just bought this Perez guy yeah. anyway. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see City go again. Yeah. Mm. You know, uh, United still need, I still think United need a lot, but they definitely need another defender. Mm. Um, so that wouldn't surprise me either to see that Bailey's been impressive hasn't he or Bally yeah, or, yeah he has but you know Bally, against three Bally. games three games <laughs> let's see what happens yeah um, he's, he's everything I love and um, a centre back like he's fucking an animal like you know the way yeah. he just gets in and he leaves a bit on there he's like a better Sacco isn't he <laughs> he's, yeah he's, he's like a he's like a Sacco um, without the attitude problem yeah Without the cheating. without the drug problem, <laughs> I think that um, <laughs> he's like a he's a, he's like a sacker. It doesn't it doesn't make you feel like you're shitting every time he's on the ball. Yeah, and I think that uh, Berahino will stay at West Brom, and Arsenal's you know this Mustafi guy they bought. Yeah, I think he'll get injured after about a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mustafi wasn't he at Everton? Yeah, he was. He was. He went they to, let him go for like yeah. two million quid. Didn't he go to? Valencia then, was it? Yeah. The whole um, Jim White thing is dead now. Like, yeah. you know, a few You're years ago when you were you were waiting for a Big Ben to, to go to being wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and like, it was, there was, was always, there was Mills, Barron. Like, I mean, I think the last time we experienced that was Taurus. De Gea. Oh, was it De Gea? De Gea nearly oh, with happening. The, with Real Madrid yeah. last year. Yeah, um, yeah, sorry. So, I thought you meant other, Liverpool, other than that, I don't really remember... Yeah, oh, Torres wasn't one. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a ring yeah. of the bell. Like, yeah, that was yeah. a, and and you were there. At but 10 it was kind of it was happening. Yeah, but yeah, at ten to twelve, yeah. you were like, is it, it hasn't been announced yeah, yet. Maybe yeah. we're keeping him. But it's a it's you a long it's a long while since um, Jim we had that in, uh, new to tell us. Yeah, uh, I, I, ju- think, I just hope if we're not doing anything, we know. Like yeah, because yeah. they just rock past Melwood at quarter past one in the afternoon. There's a closed for business sign on the front of it. Because Conor Plianka, that was like. The fucking yeah. longest. Yeah, I oh, mean, imagine, horrible. imagine sitting up and waiting on that to happen when it was a nothing. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't have made us any better or anything. Like, yeah. So yeah. So it'll be a damp script, basically. Yeah, yeah. It will, thing. and it's it's funny, like you know, the Sky are really really struggling when it comes to that now. Like, yeah. you know, they, they, well, they have to sell all their cancel all the helicopters. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, yeah. Chelsea haven't done more actually. I haven't gone for another striker. Yeah. But I think again, it's we spoke about this a few weeks ago. How how well Chelsea might do. Like I mean, I think if there's anyone Liverpool can finish ahead of when we're talking about Chelsea, City, United, um, it it is them because he will probably wait to see what he has, like Klopp did. Yeah. Whereas uh, Mourinho's a real happen now. 
yeah, type of yeah, manager. Um, Pep has done early business. Yeah. So well, Pep's known since November that he's joining City. Yeah. So, but what's crazy, <laughs> right? There's all the money flying around. All the money flying around, right? Yeah. And Lukaku is going to finish the transfer window at Everton. And if Arsenal bought Lukaku, they could win the league, right? I think mm. that is the difference between them really going for the league and not. Yeah. And what would he cost? Let's say he cost 70 million. It would be worth it because they'd win the league. And Chelsea were nearly getting them. I'm, just, I'm, I'm baffled mm. that he went for this Perez guy, which is like 25 million or whatever. And for another 45 million, you could have got Lukaku. I thought he was 16. Or whatever he was. But, you know, Lukaku, provided he stays fit, he wins Arsenal. Yeah, you just wonder yet again, does it come down to the money? Do they say, is it worth 70 million winning the league? Or will mm. we just finish third? And get to the there, quarterfinals well, yeah, I mean, there is a lot of that. Amazing how Leicester haven't been stripped. Yeah, yeah. they've done really well to nail all of those players. Well, only Kante, in it, Kante. Didn't? That yeah. was the only one that went. Yeah. Kante went and they you held know, on to everybody for, else. For what they do and what they did last year, he was an integral part, but you could still see them now, Leicester, doing a bit of damage yeah. to, to yeah, bigger yeah, teams yeah, yeah, and finishing, finishing. But I bet they've all got release clauses. Right, uh, Mares so. and Vardy in particular. I, bet. I could see them all sticking. I could see them having been given good deals. Stick around with us for one season in the Champions League, and you can all. I'll say all that what they've done with, with them is kind of the speculate to accumulate. Sort of, we're in the Champions League. All the money we're going that we're getting out of the Champions League is going on you. Yeah. If it doesn't happen for them, Leicester are over. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Plus, they, you know what? If they if they get bumped out of the Champions League in fucking November. They can sell them in January. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If somebody really, if Maras really wants to go in January or whatever, um, then they can do that. But know? I hope Andy's right Then we have a surprise coming into Liverpool. That'd be quite nice. Mm. So do I. Okay, boys, yeah. let's wrap it there. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, as always, we'll finish uh, things up by thanking our main sponsors and landlords, Astor Park Talla, for the use of the facility. Uh, it's the premium venue in Dublin for all your five-a-side needs, so get on down and uh, get your games played here. Um, next week, we'll be joined by the author, Simon Hughes, to discuss his recently released book, Ring of Fire. Um, I'm reading it at the moment, and it's an absolutely cracking read um, for an insight into the minds of some of the, the most influential members of the playing and coaching staff of LFC in the last 15 to 20 years. Um, I, for one... I'm really looking forward to chatting to Simon about that because he's had interviews with some great people in that time. Um, if you get the chance in the meantime, I'd absolutely suggest and, uh, you get out there and grab a copy of the book. Um, your trippers this week were Andy Young, Dave Thomas and my good self, Steve O'Daly. Thanks for listening and as always, uh, spread the good word on our behalf. We always appreciate it. Catch you all next week. You're a lovely bunch of eggs. Good luck. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns People say treat yourself like you need a reason But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day Like bold McCafe iced coffee Get any size for $1.69 Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup That keeps your tea cold Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter With so many ways to treat yourself You don't need an excuse Just come back tomorrow Ba-da-ba-ba-ba
Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. You started as an RN, caring for one patient at a time. But now you're being called to help more patients more often by earning your master's in nursing leadership and healthcare systems degree online from Grand Canyon University. You could become a leader responsible for staff development and patient care outcomes. What do you think making a difference in healthcare looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Sports Social Podcast Network.